It's another one of those weeks which seem to have become the norm in our country now. Gas, food, and inflation up. The stock market headed down. If you listen to old Joe, nothing can be done about it because he is not changing the course. We all know what's going to happen, don't we? <laughs> I'm Brian Burden and welcome to Burden on Society. Listen to your elders, a wise man once said. Yes, that may have been the same old man, but pay attention as they are telling you to be aware for a reason, not just being cautious. They have seen this before, and if you aren't paying attention, then be prepared for the ride of your life. When you're young, you think you're bulletproof. By the time you're my age, you've seen a bit of the world, and you understand it doesn't work like you thought when you were 22. I'm just old enough to remember the Jimmy Carter days and how awful life was during that time frame for my family and others around us. We were not in need of food or shelter, but high interest rates, a need for a job, and other factors made it very rough for all of us in the United States. I can remember gas shortages, basically those days when you used the number on your license plate to get gas. You know, one day... Odd numbers would be the number, and you could get gas. The next day, even. And it continued on like that for some periods in the 1970s. You see, those who remember that time frame know what can happen. They see many of the same signs from that period in history. Very few are left to remember the Great Depression, though, and those people and how they understand how awful it really can get. Depressingly, I believe, though, tons of the signs right now point exactly to the potential for a depression. Unfortunately, it will be ushered in by our own government on a quest for green energy and more power and money for themselves, of course. Guess who gets to suffer? Yes, those of us who don't make millions of dollars and can't afford $120 gas fill-ups. Here on this show and many others, we have been sounding the gong for two years now. First, Joe Biden would tear it down and destroy personal life as we know it if elected is what we told you. Now, just stating the fact that he is doing the exact thing. Now, he told us he would devastate the gas and oil industry. Five to nine dollar gas permeates the country now, doesn't it? Check that one off. He said he would move our country to green with solar panels and wind turbines. Despite not being anywhere close to ready, you can check that one off as we jump feet first into the deep end of the pool with no life preserver. Plenty of people will end up drowning, that's for sure. And this is just the tip of what's going on in our beautiful nation. He still thinks he's doing a great job and is right on track while you suffer to pay rent, fill your tank, and decide what, if any, cheap food you can find. He is a dead man walking politically. Problem is, is that he does still have control of many aspects of our lives. Remember that kid who wrote and drew on the walls with crayons when they were little? Many of you probably did that too. Well, not in any way could they stop themselves unless you took those crayons away. Well, that is where we are now. Democrats did in general know that this was going to happen. They did understand that they would hurt everyone except the elites, of course. Narcissists always continue without change, believing they know more than everyone. 
It's a characteristic that is a mainstay with these types of people. It leads to so much hardship around the world and throughout history. We all have concerns about terrible issues in the world today. And yes, I do think some of these people believe what they're doing is the best for the country, maybe even for the world. But when politicians get a hold of anything, it becomes a naked power grab. They become more concerned about helping the Democrat Party than helping the country. So that was my open. You know, I thought I'd change things up a little bit, shorten that up, and then we just talk about some of the things going on in the world right now. I'm looking at a headline immediately here. White House says Biden has sparked historic economic boom. No, everything just kind of fell back into place like it was before, and you're trying to take credit for it. We all knew that was going to happen in the first place. But he's doing this as the Dow plunges into a bear market, and that amid record inflation, high gas prices, and recession fears. It's all there. It's everything we've been talking about. He claims Americans are well positioned to face these challenges thanks to him being the president. Do you believe that yourself? I don't think so. There's just too many things going on in the world right now that are harm, harming all of us, as you can see. The gas prices is the number one. It dictates everything. If you've got to pay 5 $6 for gas and you were paying $2 for it before, who's going to pay for that other 3 bucks or 4 bucks or 5 bucks? Yeah, it's going to be passed on down the line to eventually you, the consumer. That's all of us. This is normal. This is just economics 101. But they know that, and that's why they're doing it. They're still trying to force you towards the... Uh, oh, the green agenda, right? The solar panels and the wind turbines and the electric. The problem is, is if you don't have enough electric, you can't do that. If you don't have enough cars right now and you don't have enough gas to keep them moving, the, the nation basically falls apart and comes down, right? And we're all going to be in for some pretty much uh, hurting times in the next six months or so. So he thinks he's doing great, but 8.6% inflation says, no, it's not transitory. It's been here. We all said it was going to happen. Here it is. And everything is rising for you. Remember, they've also cooked the books on some of those uh, prices for the inflation also. They have taken out the gas. They have taken out some of the mainstays there that you have to pay for. And they're only looking at certain types of foods and different things. They don't look at everything in broadband. It's certain numbers that they look at. That's why your numbers stay low. And every administration does this. This isn't the first one. They're all doing it now since way back in the 80s when the numbers were ecstatically high, very much up there during the Carter days and into the first portions of Reagan before Reagan got a hold of it and pushed everything back down and made everything better for everybody. So we're running the same gambit right now. We're way up there, but now they've kind of cooked the books on the numbers. Same thing with unemployment. It's been that way now for a dozen years or more. I think during the Obama administration, they changed the numbers, so it didn't look quite as bad. And now all the administrations are running with that. So that's not out of the ordinary. That's something that everybody's doing, at least for administrations right now. So, of course, that's the, the main thing on your mind right now, isn't it? Let's see what else we got here. This is not a question we should have uh, even been asking. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre laughs as she shuts down CNN's Don Lemon for asking if Biden has the physical and mental stamina to continue after 2024. How many of you out there really think he's got it? He's ready to go. Look it, the man's going to be, as I heard, closer to 90 than he is to 80 if he does do a second term and finishes it. He'll be like 86 years old. He's almost 80 right now. So 86 years old by the end of the second term. Plus, how many of you really are ready to go for that, to go for a second term of Joe Biden? 
you know, Joe might be a nice guy in, in person. I'm sure they all, most of them all are. I, I, I kind of get that feeling. And most of them got into it because they thought they were going to help people. But when you've been in politics 50 years like he has, you run roughshod over people and you take advantage of people and you take money from anybody that will give it to you. And he's proven that already very much so far in his first uh, 18 months in office. What else is going on? Oh, here's <laughs> Pelosi prepares for vote on more security for Supreme Court justices after protests outside their homes in wake of Roe v. Wade, right? The leak. Well, it's been going on for weeks. It's against the law. It's a felony. No one gets arrested. How many of you believe or don't believe that if you walked up to Sotomayor's house and started protesting outside against abortion, right, that you wouldn't be arrested pretty quickly? You know that would happen. This is how these things work. I'm tired of talking about it, right? What are we going to do about the problems? Well, at this point, it appears like we're not going to do anything. We're just going to let things go until somebody gets hurt. Okay, what is a bear market? Market. I talked about it a little bit ago. Stock markets falling 20%, signaling a period of hibernation as interest rates rise. That's kind of what they're talking about with, the, uh, with that right there with the bear market. They say, and the numbers I've heard is six to six and a half is where most people stop buying houses. We've been in this long, long period where numbers have been way down around two, three, four percent for buying houses. My folks had to buy it was in the teens, 14, 15, 16 percent. How many of you can imagine buying a house like that right now? You couldn't afford it. You can't afford it now. It's already gone through the roof. If you buy new, the house that you bought two years ago was $200,000. You buy it now, it's two hundred and seventy-five dollars to build the same house because wood's gone up. Prices have gone up for everything, labor, the whole deal. So it's not helping the country at all. And none of us have the money to, to kind of get through all of this. Oh, there's uh, Yellowstone. There was a river. This I don't I like because I'm a weatherman, of course. The home is swept away by surging Yellowstone River amid unprecedented flooding that's closed the National Park for the first time in 34 years as families are rescued on rafts. Hopefully nobody got hurt there. That's what we're, we're going to pray for those folks that nobody gets hurt there. But I want to tell you this. If you build your house on the ocean right next to it, eventually a storm's going to take it out. If you build your house overlooking a river, eventually the river will take that house. It doesn't matter whether it's today or tomorrow or 100 years from now. Eventually, somewhere, the river is going to take back what it has or anything around it. Why? Because it rains out there. This is nature. It's part of it. Stop building your houses on the ocean if you don't want to lose them. Okay, back to Ukraine. We haven't talked much about Ukraine lately. Here's the headline. Ukraine strikes back because it sure appears lately in the last week, if you've been paying any attention, uh, Russia is moving forward and starting to take ground. Kiev blasts military base 40 miles inside Russian border in early morning rocket attack. So you have this big foot stepping on your neck and you're going to throw little spitballs back in towards it to see if you at least have that uh, idea that you feel good about it, right? But it's really not doing much damage to Russia at this point. The slog continues, just as I told you it would. This is going to continue on like this until they, well, basically Putin gets whatever he wants. He's not going home with his tail between his legs. A nuclear weapon strike is more likely now than at any time since the Cold War, with the number of nukes in the world set to rise following 35 years of decline. This is a report that's reported on that. We're, we all know that. If you didn't go through I'm not old enough for the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's much before my time. Reagan put his 
foot on the neck of the Russians and told them, you know, let's get out of here. Let's stop messing with this stuff. And we don't want the, what do they call it, mutually assured destruction. We don't want that to happen. Well, this is a case where he could throw a nuke in somewhere and we probably wouldn't do anything as long as he doesn't attack the United States. Uh, what else we've got going on? Russia warns Europe will disappear in a nuclear apocalypse. See there, he's he's bullying people, he's pushing them around. And at this point, he's slowly starting to win this, just like he thought he would, or just like most people thought he would. Vocal support moment, Obama serenaded by all-female Danish choir. Now, here's where I see problems. Look at this. Our media is still focused on President Obama. They're also still focused on President Trump. Why do we see story after story on these two former presidents while the president right now is messing up so badly? Well, that's because they're trying to run cover for him at this point. They're slowly coming out of the woodwork and starting to show these things. And every time they do, I kind of point it out to you. This is exactly what we talked about. But then they go, oh, the Hunter Biden, you know, that laptop, we didn't realize it. They realized it. They know exactly what they're doing. They're covering for their side while they try to banter and bang all the heads on the other side. It's very common. That's what happens when your media ends up becoming the Pravda of the United States and they start to cover for their government. Remember, most of the government is run now by liberals. Donald Trump was the, the guy that was the outlier that came in out of nowhere and no one knew what to expect and they didn't want to lose what they had, so they fought back hard. There were probably 300 stories or more. Remember how they would come out for a day or two and then just disappear? But they kept pushing it into your mind, how bad he is, how bad he is. Yet he's still standing and fighting, so to speak, and he is still right there, ready to possibly come back. Now, I'm not a big Donald Trump fan. Matter of fact, I would prefer him not to run this next one because we have people there that aren't as decisive as they are divisive, excuse me, is the word I'm looking for. That divisive problem is where he's at. There still are people that no matter what will not vote for him now. That's the way it is. And you're talking some Republicans and almost all Democrats. Democrats have it in their mind that he's Satan for some reason. They didn't care what he did or whatever was great for the nation because things were going so good. They had been told so many times that he's the worst person in the world that they needed to hate him. And now they all believe it. That's what indoctrination is all about. All right. That side believes that. I'm open to it. I'm op I was open at the beginning for Biden. I told you what was going to happen, what I thought was going to happen, and I was praying for something better. But it didn't work that way, did it? It's just kind of moving along now. We're into history. They're worried about Trump coming back and taking over. I don't really want Trump taking over either. I'd rather see DeSantis or somebody like that who has the exact same type of, of information and stuff they'll do for the country that Trump would. They just won't have all this big uh, mainstay people attacking them. And get over this. It's going to do the same thing. If DeSantis runs, they'll call him Satan too. They called Reagan Satan. They called Bush Satan. They called uh, Trump Satan. They called the second Bush Satan. Everybody. That is the Democratic mantra. Lie, lie, lie. Call them the worst they are so that they can try to win because, generally speaking, people really don't like what they have. They just kind of fall in line with this woke stuff, right? They really don't like the ideas that they have. Look what's happening to the country. There's a reason why only 35% of us think that things are going okay. It's because most of us know that this wasn't what we really wanted.
We want our lives to be good and strong. We can see going towards green if you take it slowly and make sure it's ready to work. If it was ready to work, you had me a car that would plug in and it could only cost me five bucks a day and nothing else, we'd all be in for it. And we knew the grid could hold on to that and do that. And we weren't pumping out stuff. We'd all be in store for that. But no. Instead, let's jump in here now, take our chances, full bore, afterburners going to see if we can take over. And as usual, once something gets set up in the government, it never changes. So it will be there. Obamacare, anybody? You remember that? Here we are, more than a dozen years later. It's still out there. It's not really being used a ton. I'm sure there's some people. But generally speaking, what did it do for us? We lost money. That's what happened. So make sure you're doing it properly before you do it, before you make changes. They're not capable of that, and they're not going to change with the direction they're at. So get used to that. Be ready for it. All right? Um, it's just a warning, and there's a lot of other things going on in the world. But we're kind of focused, and we're going to go on this path, and we're steady on it as it is right now. So be prepared for it, and be prepared for yourself also and your family. One of the last things I want you to focus on, get yourself ready for anything that's going to be happening. The incoming fodder, I like to say. Yes, take care of your money problems. Make some extra food. Maybe buy some here or there just in case some shortages strike later in the year. Won't be as bad here as other places. Be prepared in case you go without power. Remember, your freezer can go down pretty easily. A day is okay. A week is not. Uh, but be ready and be ready for any outcome there is and just take precautions. You don't got to dig a hole and dive in it and die. No, you know, and stay there. Just be ready. Look, powerful people prefer you to be scared and worried and they're doing that right now. But I want you to put those worries away and I want you to be prepared for a future that's, yes, going to be different. You're not going to have as many freedoms. You're not going to have as many things. But if you're willing to grab the prize of all prize, and this is where I want you to change your focus, I want you to look at Jesus. He will be there for you no matter how low you go, he's there. No matter what happens, he's there. He will be there to comfort you in your rough times and in your good times too. You know, Jesus told us life is to serve others and to trust in him, that he will give you strength to help others, that he will give you solace in knowing that you are loved. So, if you are burdened by any problem, now's the time. Put your faith in Jesus, the great I am, the only truth. The only truth that will carry you through the troubles we endure. See you next time. Shut up and sit down.